Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cup. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Uh-huh, I sure will. A good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey, man, got a radio show. How good is God, huh? Think about it. Just take a slight inventory of your own life and say it to yourself when you get through. How good is God, huh? Think of all the small things, All because that's him. You breathing, that's him. You still here, that's him. You got another chance, that's him. You ain't out of here, that's him. You got any measure of health, that's him. You think it's more to it than it really is, than it already showed up to be, that's him. All of that. You got any dreams or aspirations? You dream of other things, that's him. All that, that's him, that's him. Them clothes you got, that's him. Every time you eat, that's why they had this thing called you say your grace, that's him. See, that's him, man, that's him. It's amazing when you take small inventory, how you find out how big God really is in your life. Now, the more you turn yourself over to him, the bigger he can be for you. See, he'll only be as big as you let him. It's one thing about God. Now, he's a gentleman. He can make you do anything. You know, you get too big for him. You know, you, 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 you lose your humbleness. He can humble you now. God created man with the power of choice. We're the only creature he created that he gave us the total power of choice. When we mate, who we mate with, you know, everything, all of it, man. It's a choice. What we want to be, how much we want to make, where we want to live, what climate we want to live in. We can live in cold climates, hot climates. You know, we speak different languages. You can go learn another language. A bear can't do nothing but be a bear. He can't go learn how to be a fox. 
He can't go learn how to be an otter. He just can't. An ostrich is an ostrich, man. He can't come out here and fight like a lion. A lion is a lion. A lion eat meat. He can't eat vegetables. I don't care how much meat ain't around. He'll lay down and pull up out of here and die because he can't eat grass. He's just a lion, man. You, you understand this? That God gave us. We are the one creature he created that has total power of choice. You can make every decision in your life. What kind of watch you like? That's the one you can buy? You want to live in Switzerland? Go ahead. You don't like Switzerland? You can move to Miami. You want to live your life of crime? Go ahead. That's you. He gave you the power of choice. You want to do right? Come on. So now, look at this thing. We are all the results of a a series of decisions that we have made. If we could just identify that the problem is us, we could begin the solution. See, that's the problem, y'all. It's us. It's what we do. I threw my life down the hill. I can't tell you how many years based on some decisions that I was making. Now, I can justify my decision when I wasn't happy and I was doing this and I was in misery and y'all on that. Yeah, 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 Steve, when you get through, you made the decisions, though. Hey, you can look at this any way you want to, y'all, but at the end of the day, I'm just talking to people that's really, really wanting to improve their position in life. And how do you do that? You got to have a solution. How do you come up with a solution? You got to identify the problem to even begin to solve it. But if the problem ain't ever you, how you going to solve something that ain't you? See, okay, let me look at it this way. If somebody say, like, I got a child of mine, man. I just do right here, man. I, I don't even want to get into it this morning. Boy, I'm struggling with this, this boy. I, but, man, you, you go to people, you ask them why they do something. I just I just wasn't taking care of business. Why? I just didn't take care of business. Boy, do you understand that your life is going to be filled with you got to take care of business? So when you going to start? You know, man, you can't, you can't. You, you can't go through life blaming everybody. It's got to be you. See, you can fix you. You can't fix nobody else. If you keep getting married and the marriages don't work, hello, 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 could it be you? See, I finally had to sit down and just make that decision. Ain't no need of me coming on the radio talking about nobody else and what they did to me and y'all just don't know. No, 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 man. What about the part you played in? Because, see, if you got a good marriage, you got a part to play in that. If you got a bad one, you got a part to play in that. Even if it just get down to you the one picked them. How about that, Mr. Mister? I made a decision? The problem is usually within yourself. Do you know that's the quickest and easy way to fix your life? That way you ain't got to check with nobody. Here's the beauty of going on and admitting that it's you. You don't have to check or clear it with nobody to start the repair process. You don't need anybody's permission. You ain't got to put it before the review board to see if it'll pass. It ain't got to go through Congress. You ain't got to hope that your uh, local politician get their hands on it and make a phone call for you. You ain't got to ask any counselors to come in and sit with you. You don't have to check in the rehab. All you got to do is decide. The problem is me. 
I'm going to start changing me. Identify the problem and start with the part that you can own up to. Once you identify the problem, you can start planning on how to fix this or how to get to accomplishing something. But remember this, planning is important. If you fail to plan, then please plan to fail. If you don't know how to make a plan, let's just start with the basics. Just make a list of what you want. Make this list and then go to God in prayer with an open mind. And open your mind up to all the clean opportunities that are available. Here's why a lot of people won't succeed. Because certain opportunities come along, you don't want to do them. That kills me, man, when I hear people, I ain't doing that. I know young comedians that come to me all the time talking about, man, what you want? I say, man, just take every gig you can. No matter what it pay, well, listen to me, son. You can go make that money that it pay, or you can make the decision to sit at home and make no money. It's comedy hard business. They ain't paying but $100. You got to drive 50 miles. But if you drive 50 miles and you make the 100 and you stand on that stage for 30 minutes, you are now 30 minutes better than you was the last time you went on stage. Oh, man. I, yeah, man, they don't pay me. I ain't coming. You ain't finna be a comedian, man. Not, 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 not like this here. A lot of people just don't want to do what's necessary to do. So when the opportunity presents itself and you open up your mind to it, man, then get ready to go on and do it, man. Identify your problem today. Start with the part that's you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Please don't miss this train at the station. Cause if you miss it, I feel sorry, sorry for you. Oh, how? People all over the world, come on, join hands, yeah, for the love train, love train. (laughs) Yep, that's what we're going to do today. It's a love train. (laughs) Different version of it, but you know. So all I had today just start in the middle and end in for end in the middle. Okay, sit up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sit up in your seat, Steve. We're doing the radio show on Zoom. Okay. Okay. It won't matter as the day wears on. Good morning, Shirley Strawberry. Good morning, Steve Harvey. Carla Pharrell. Good morning. What's up, Steve? What's up, crew? What's up, Junior? Morning, Unc. Best mentor I know. What's happening, family? Ain't nothing with it, nephew Tommy. Yay, yay. Back in the building. Just as a side note, uh, Mm -hmm. Mississippi Monica. What up? Good morning. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Hey, Unc, you want to break it to Tommy, uh, what Jay said about him? You want to break it to (laughs) Tommy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He said something about me? Thank you. Up the gate. (laughs) What Jay said about him? I forgot all about it. And then, Tommy, you got a Tell birthday story. You got First of all, what did Jay uh, say by me? No, I Tommy. think we ought to just let that go. Listen to your birthday story. Happy belated birthday. No, day. hell to the no. I want to <laughs> hear what Jay said by me. No, nah, man, I don't think, no, I don't no, think we ought to do that. So, Mr. Jay, Team Tommy, 
Talking about uh-huh. me when I'm gone? Yeah. Yes. That what y'all yes. 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 I'm talking about jumped on it early. Yeah. First it was, matter of fact, it was this break. Yeah, it was out the gate. Out the gate? Yeah. Yeah, man. Okay, okay. So somebody want to enlighten me, please? Tell me nah. what Jay said. Hey, it wasn't that time. It well, wasn't that. You just brought it up, Junior. Yeah, you sure did, Junior. But can I just say this, Tommy, before we get started, though, we love you, and your uncle's brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Somebody gonna put the puzzle together. I need to hear all of it. All right, well, Junior is gonna be Jay, and I'm gonna be me. And this is how it went. You know, I said, uh, I said, yeah, man, Tommy out having a birthday. Went out in the woods or something for his birthday, I think. Then he said, uh, well, I just got a question. I just want to know. Just a little joke. I don't really want to do the joke, but I'm a, I am ain't going to do it. Cause y'all gonna well, well, hold up. Hold you up, Team Tommy. You don't want to do the joke? No, no. Okay, well, then I'm, I'm going. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Didn't have to twist his arm, don't look like that. Oh, hell no. Matter of fact, we'll do it when we come back yeah. after the break. <laughs> yeah, and you, yeah. you forgot a very important part. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go over that on the commercial on break, the break so Junior don't leave nothing out. <laughs> No. All right, we <laughs> get the story straight. Yeah. We come back. Uh, Junior's going to redo now, the now, joke. Now remember, Tommy, Junior bought this up. Yeah. Yeah, yes. see. Remember that. And remember, we love you, Tommy, and your uncle's brilliant, okay? Yeah, I don't know how all this go together, but okay. All right. We'll be back at uh, 32 minutes after the hour with uh, the Tommy birthday joke right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Before we went to break, uh, remember yesterday was Tommy's birthday. And for his birthday, team uh, Tommy, J. Anthony Brown, was here, and he told this joke. Junior, take it away. We weren't going to yeah. mention it, but somehow Junior hey, Jay remembered. Jay is off today. Yeah. How convenient. Jay yeah. Junior brought it up, and for some kind of reason, Uncle Steve is brilliant. So oh, I, brilliant. that's all I got right now. Yeah. And we yeah. love you. Don't forget that part. We love you. I don't want to hear about this love, because <laughs> I, I don't you. think that's going to yeah. What's love got to do with it? Yeah. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> What's love got to do? Got Every to do time with it. So Jay said he's going to do the joke, but he said on the first part of I'm just going to set it up, and I'm going to no, see if No, set it up, speaking. set it up. Okay, no, so start to, over, start over. Okay, so Jay say, um, you know, I I want to do the joke, but y'all going to tell him, so I don't really want to. No, do it. man, we ain't going to tell him. Uh-uh, Come on, Jay, 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 I ain't going to tell him, man. I'm going to do the first part, uh-huh. then I'm going to see if Uncle Steve can catch it. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, All right. Ready? Okay. Go ahead. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. Okay. What kind of cake is nephew Tommy celebrating with? Short cake. <laughs> <laughs> is this the brilliant part, sir? <laughs> but yeah, he barely Tommy. got it out. Tommy. Is this the brilliant? Oh, yeah. He was. He was rapid Tommy. fire. He was he quick. Did. It was that quick. Get it yeah. off. Quicker than that. Yeah. He didn't even get it out hardly. He got it right away. (laughs) And that threw the morning crew into hysteria. (laughs) So then Jay got concerned, Team Tommy, Mm because we were saying we're going to tell it. <laughs> okay. My partner in crime. He didn't yeah, hit him. He didn't uh-huh. threw one yeah. on me. Okay. Yeah, he did. Uh, okay. I don't know how he thought I'd get it just like that. Though. <laughs> <laughs> he I didn't waste to. no time. Uh-uh. <laughs> but how was your right. birthday, Tommy? How, what happened? What'd you do? It was good. It was mm-hmm. good. My family, they decided, my wife and my kids decided they wanted to go run with me. 
because oh, you uh, run every day. Yesterday yeah. morning, because I, you know, I run every morning. So they decided they're going to run with me. I said, all right, cool. I said, it's a three-mile loop, so let's, you know, I'm thinking to myself, all right, they, they not going to run a whole three miles. We, may, we might get a, a mile and a half out of it. Okay. We start running from the starting point. Mm-hmm. A quarter of a mile, we didn't stop. <laughs> nah, we just walking. And I'm like, are you serious right now? <laughs> nah, Jackie, time my, I got to pee. And I'm like, are you serious? We at the park. All right. Then we run a little more. I said, we're some bathrooms further down there. I'm not sure if they open because of yeah. COVID-19. I said, but, you know, we'll see. How far is that? I said, I don't know, but where we at right now? It ain't nothing we could do. So then we get a little further. Jordan, like, I need some water. I was like, we just started. I know, but it's hot, Dad. I need some water. We didn't got another half a mile down. Here comes Sydney. I got a stone in my shoe and a blister, I think. I don't, I'm like, ain't no way in hell we finna get around three miles. There's no way possible. What you go to half? So then, so then about a mile into it, then Jordan, I got to pee now. I say, now nah, you, I can get you. I can take you yeah, to pee. Come on. Exactly. So I got him straight. Jackie come back. Well, everybody can't do that. What about me? We going to have to finish the run, babe. Then we get two miles in. She say, it done went away. I'm good now. I'm good. We get almost back to the three-mile point. I got to pee again. I, I can't hold it no more. This is y'all last time at the park with that. This is it. <laughs> but they wanted to have a family day to celebrate with you, right? They wanted to do a birthday run in the park with daddy that turned into a walk. Can't How pee. much longer did it take for you, Tommy, to do your run? The, the, Steve, when they got through, I put them in the car. And we came in two different cars. I put them in the car, and finally I ran my three miles. I went back around. <laughs> so you did six, actually, on your birthday. Yes. <laughs> You were sick of them. Huh? Oh my God! Got home late I in got the evening. in li- my shoe. I think I got a blister, <laughs> Daddy. Sydney, so I ain't running no damn. Way. I feel something. But in then, my but shoe. then, look, look, Steve. Jordan runs out of water. Sydney don't want to share her water with Jordan. Uh uh-uh, uh, you drunk your ass too fast. You drunk your ass too fast. I'm like. Well, if it's survival, this your brother. You got to give him some water. We, he going to be all right when we get back to where we going. He going to be all right. <laughs> drank yours too fast. give my brother a sip of water. The family run. <laughs> with the miles. Oh, man. Keep it up with the miles. Yeah. Right. Miles with the miles. With the miles. Mm-hmm. miles with the miles. I like that, Carla. Miles yeah. with the miles. Carla, last night, last night, uh-huh. I, I, well, not about 6 o'clock last night, I passed through the kitchen to get me some water. And, uh-huh. and he in there, hey, uh, Daddy, how do you boil an egg? I, I think I might have made a little bit of a mistake. I said, what are you doing on the stove? You ain't supposed to be on the stove. No, 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 no. I put it in the microwave. I said, what? Oh, I said, how many minutes? Two and a half? I said, I don't even want to see it. Ooh, I say, but no your way. mama gonna kill you. You better clean it up. I'm <laughs> not gonna say did? nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you could cook an egg. Never mind. Wow. No, you gotta put it. You may have to put yeah, it on some go. water. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Hey, Tommy. Boy. Tommy. Tommy, how old is Jordan? <laughs> uh, he eight. <laughs> Here we go. Shirley got the cooking skills of an eight year old. I thought you could put an egg in there for two and a half. <laughs> okay. I thought I've seen that on TV before. Mm hmm. Of course, I've yeah. never tried that. But well, Shirley, go on in there, go on in there this morning me. and put one in the microwave. <laughs> Two and a half minutes. No, that's okay. <laughs> and see what happens. But a raw yeah. egg out the refrigerator, yeah. Shirley. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Was it a mess in there? Tommy Jordan's my hero. Man, it was so much of a mess. And then I seen him go under the counter to get something to clean it with. I seen him coming out of there with some Windex. I said, man, I'm going oh. on the back to bed. <laughs> Your mama gonna kill you. in there too. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Your mama yeah. gonna kill you. So happy wow. birthday, Tommy! Sounds like you had Thank a blast. You. Yeah. Yeah. Me and you know me and my shortcake. We had a blast. You wait till I get to J. Anthony Brown. You wait. <laughs> but Steve, I'm telling you, Tommy was so quick. <laughs> it was. He didn't give him a chance. He didn't even give him a chance to finish it before he had it out of his mouth. What kind of cake? <sighs> What'd he say, Junior? What'd he say? What kind of cake Tommy celebrating with? Boom. In a split second, huh? Tommy, I couldn't get it out fast enough. But your team, though, was hollering. Coming up next, nephew Tommy, the birthday boy, is uh, here with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Anna standing by with today's national coronavirus news update. Also, this is really good news in our Tell Me Something Good segment. Our girl Carla Farrell is one of the winners of the 2020 Gracie Award. Come on, Gracie. (laughs) Come on, Gracie. Carla, Gracie. Uh, We're going to talk about that (laughs) at the top of the hour. Uh, Give Carla her her love, much-deserved love. But right now, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Nev? That ain't my brother, babe. <laughs> that's how so Junior loud. did it yesterday. Oh, that's what you're supposed to do, Junior. That ain't my brother, babe. That's my brother. He live here. <laughs> Let's go, cat dog. That ain't my brother's babe. Don't worry about it. It's something I need to take care of. I talk to... Hello. May I speak to Terry? This is she. My name is Daryl. Damon is my brother. I don't live in Dallas where y'all live at. I'm um, the one that live out of town. But we didn't have a family meeting and talked about it. And uh, I know Travis is your son. He's eight years old. But the problem is, the reason why I'm calling you, uh, Terry, is because we done found out that Travis ain't none of Damon's child. Excuse me? Travis ain't none of Damon's child. We, you, we, he been paying you child support here for the last Wait, eight. Hold on. And you said your name was who? I'm Daryl. I'm Damon's brother. And who gave you this information? We we all done found the information out. We actually gonna go down there to the courthouse and get all this stuff rectified. But we done found out that, that Travis ain't none of uh, ain't none of Damon's child, and he been sitting up here sending you money seven eight hundred dollars a month, and this child ain't even here. Now I hate for Travis to find this out, and he gonna have to find it out. But, oh, wait, 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 wait. He ain't finna find that. But who, why are you calling me? Look, the family didn't had a meeting, and I'm the one that they decided to make the phone call and tell you what's going on. Now, no, I don't, but you, 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 you don't have a damn thing to do with this. You, you ain't nobody daddy over here, so I'm not sure what you're calling for or who died made you king or wanted you to be head in charge to call, but that is not going to work out. But let me, why, why are you doing this to my brother? That's what I'm saying. For eight years, the man been sending you 700 something dollars a month, and, and, and this ain't even his child. Well, you know, I, I'm, why, am, why am I even talking to you? I'm not really sure. Uh, your brother need to call me if he has any problems or questions. You have a good day. They, they... Hello? You don't hang no damn phone up on me. Damon told me your little ass was hard-headed anyway. Now, look. Wait I'm... a minute. You know what? You you got the wrong one, baby. Like, I'm trying to not lose all my religion today, but you about to make me lose it on your... About to make you me lose... Who... What? You don't know who you with over here. So, like I said before, 
my son, your uh, nephew that you trying not to claim over there. I don't know why you came from wherever there. You said you came from the Dallas to try to start the mess. From, I came from California down here to Dallas, and I'm telling you. You need to take your black come back to California because down here, it, it, you don't know me like that. No, I don't know you, but I'm finna know you, and Travis finna know that my brother ain't his daddy. Not, I, I, and, and, I don't know. You know what? You need to talk to your brother again. That's what you need to do, and you don't need to be talking to me. You finna send us all the money my brother didn't sent y'all. <laughs> and when I do, look, when I send, when I send all that eight years worth of money back, you you gonna send every dime back because it belonged to my brother. That ain't my brother's child. Now we ain't got time to be going on no Mari Povich show or nothing to find out who the Boy, daddy. You know what? Like I said, you picked the wrong one. It'd be your best bet not to call me anymore. You actually, it is a good thing that you call because if you came knocking on my door, you'd have got your for today. No, you go. That's my second thing I'm finna do if we can't rectify it over the phone. I don't have a problem coming over there, knocking down some doors and getting some questions answered. Because, damn it, this ain't Damon's baby. It, obviously, you must wish it was yours since you're taking so much interest. No, it ain't mine. But but it, it ain't Damon's either. And we got 700. You, you must not have any and looking for some. But I, I'm sorry. This was taken over here. And Damon will continue to pay what he owes. Damon don't owe so another... That's what's wrong with you brothers now. You don't want to pay. I'm sorry. He's going to continue to pay. And you can call whoever you want to call him, do whatever you want to do. So go back and tell your mama and everybody else who, 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 who waiting for this meeting to let them know. It ain't happening. Look, my mama ain't got nothing to do with it. Mama been... You said, my... your, mama, you said your mama and all y'all got together. She the same way. I, I see where you get it from. You act just like her. Y'all no, no. some nosy, y'all some nosy people. Mind your own damn business. That's a grown man. That ain't, my mama said it from the get-go that it wasn't, that it, it wasn't Damon's child. Nah, that mean your mama's a two-faced lot because you ain't what your mama said. You ain't finna sit here and bring my mama up in this? Well, if you know so much, then you better come knock on my door. Come knock on my door if you want to. We done done the math. $750 times 12, <laughs> then times 8 is $72,000. <laughs> That's how much money my brother didn't send you, and that's how much we want back. And I need you to get to working on this money now. Mm, okay. Why don't you come over here and get it? Don't get your whooped today, Terry. Come on over here, and you don't see them get their whooped. You, you in Dallas. When is, you, you, I don't care nothing about, but I'm in no Dallas. This ain't California. So what? Well, is, I don't even know what the hell. I don't. Why, I don't even know why I'm wasting my time talking to you. Like I said, you, your, your brother is is a weak. If he got to have you, y'all had a meeting, and you got to be the one to call. I, I'm not really understanding. Look, I got one more thing I need to say to you. Is you listening to me? You know, you getting on my damn nerves. That's what you're doing. You, you, you respect me. Are you listening to me? <laughs> You what? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got oh, pranked. Oh my! God. <laughs> you just got pranked by your sister Tanya, baby. You know what? <laughs> she said, "Talk to her about her baby daddy and that baby." Yeah, I don't play with the children. <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm so embarrassed. All right, let me ask you this. What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> it's my brother. He live here. <laughs> Doughboy. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Tommy. There you have it. Just keep it. That hey, hey I'm, I'm about being stupid at all points. That's what I'm supposed to do. Be stupid. We know. At all times. Okay. Ain't no okay. At all times. At all times. You know the you thing know. though. The thing about it, you can stop telling us that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
You got a lock on. You've been nothing else. <laughs> you got a lock on it. Now, that, almost felt, that almost felt offensive right there. Now, that, mm. that didn't feel like you was really honoring me. That felt kind of that. That, that hurt a little. Personal. Yeah. Personal. Yeah, it yeah. felt personal. That's 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 what I wanted it to do. <laughs> yeah, I wanted that to be personal. I wanted you to own that. Make it a part of you. I own up to it. I own. Hey, hey, Unc, did you know we got something we can watch on Sunday, man? What? Uh, Tiger Woods, Brady, and Mickelson and somebody else. They playing a... Uh, Manning. Peyton Manning. Matt, Peyton Manning. They playing golf, man. Oh, okay. We got something we can look at. No, man, I, th- I thoroughly enjoyed the dynasty thing, though, that just ended. Oh, the last dance. Oh, the Let's Chicago Bulls. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We're going to yeah. talk about that next yeah, hour, too, yeah. see. And Stephen A. Smith is doing an after thing I want to say around here. Everything on the dance. Did you hear me? Stephen A. Smith is doing an after the dance like commentary uh, situation on. Uh, I think it's going to be on ABC. That should be interesting to hear Stephen A.'s take. But um, mm-hmm. coming up, we are going to honor our girl, the one and only Carla Farrell. That's at the top of the hour in entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so in today's Tell Me Something Good segment, here is some wonderful, fantastic, beautiful news. All right, we got to say, stop everything. Say congratulations to our very own Carla Farrell. That's right. Carla is the winner. She's one of the winners of the 45th Annual Gracie Awards presented by the Alliance for Women in Media Foundation. The Gracie Awards recognizes more than 100 of the most talented women in television, radio, and digital media. Congratulations, Carla. Thank you. Carla Farrell in the building. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Except, excuse me, tink, 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 tink. Acceptance speech, acceptance speech. Well, thank you. Thank you to my crew. I couldn't... Couldn't do it without you guys. Uh, what over? Could have done it without me because I didn't even know you was up for it. So you ain't got to give me no credit. Go ahead. But you sixteen can keep years. All this yourself. Sixteen years of doing this radio show. We've all been a family, and it's been love. So shout out to my crew, and also shout out to my husband, my daughter, my family, and I have to say thank you to the uh, all women in media, the alliance, mm-hmm. for just recognizing women in the industry and empowering them and celebrating their accomplishments. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody. Thank you to Jennifer, to Julie, our premiere staff, everybody. Shout out to. Rachel, it's a lot of people, so you know, get ready. <laughs> I can go on and yeah. on and on, but shout out to all my sisters in radio, Shirley, Monica. You all, su- we all support each other. Mm-hmm. So there mm-hmm. it is, there it is. Well, you deserve it, Carla. Uh, other um, Gracie winners, uh, Gracie Award winners this year: Niecy Nash, uh, Tamron Hall. Uh, I mean, so many people. Amy Poehler, so many mm-hmm. people. Congratulations again, Carla. Much deserved. Thank you, Shirley, We're girl. so proud of you. Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank <laughs> we thank love you, when fam. we get awards, right? Carla yeah. Farrell up, up in this piece. Hey, <laughs> watch, watch yourself. <laughs> yeah. You almost got carried away there, sir. Y'all almost. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, Congratulations yeah. Carla. Yeah. <laughs> We're happy for you, Carla, always. You know, when you're in quarantine, it ain't like you got to go to work or nothing, so I've just been at the house just cussing. Oh, have you? By yourself? Or 
Oh, what, no, it's to people, the TV? People around here. No, it's oh. people around here. People but you're at work here. right now. What you saying? You don't go to work. You're at work right now. I mean, you know, so how you, you know, I just came in here. And just, yeah. <laughs> oh, you, oh, I yeah. see what you mean. Uh-huh. He means you know, Steve, you finna go to work? Yeah, I finna go in here. Yeah, guess how I go on in here. You know, I try to put on a button-down shirt today instead of a sweatshirt or Uh T-shirt like I've been wearing every day. I try to put on a button-down shirt. I ain't put on a button-down shirt on so long, I forgot it had buttons on it. Now, where are you exactly? Are you in your office? Yeah, I'm in my office. Oh, okay. Yeah, my favorite chair. You got a flat chair. Yeah, it it looks really, really big, Steve. What that cost, Steve? (laughs) Red with ostrich, all them bumps on it. What all that cost? Why do you have to ask him that? Your red ostrich chair wing back. What that cost, Steve? <laughs> He's not saying Everybody anything. else got roller chairs in their office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are you? T- you're in your office, From my office depot. <laughs> yeah, you know. We you're got a chair office. we put together. You That's better what talk. we got. <laughs> Where are you, Tommy? You're in your studio? I'm in you're my a... studio in my house. Mm-hmm. Oh, Carly, so, you're... now, he don't have an office. He have a whole. He has a entire oh, studio designated uh-huh. just to okay. that one damn mic. Well, that chateau mic, boy. <laughs> I got two yeah, mics. See, that's what happens when you have <laughs> yeah. the chateau. Mm-hmm. He don't have a house. Right. All his invitations say, come out to the chateau. To the chateau, yes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and it's the way they say it, too. The chateau. I remember you used to just go out to the crib and sing no more. <laughs> Not anymore. You want to know how much the red chair costs? All right. <laughs> All right, Steve, it's, it's time. We got to go to Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you. Thank you very much and good morning. Okay, after months of appearing to feel that the coronavirus was not that serious by wearing not wearing a mask at press conferences, stuff like that, according to some at least indirectly supporting those MAGA followers who still insist that COVID-19 is either not as bad as reported or might not even exist. Well, President Trump yesterday admitted to reporters that he's been taking the drug hydroxychloroquine and zinc to protect himself from the virus. The frontline workers, many, many are taking it. I happen to be taking it. I happen to be taking it. Hydroxychloroquine. Right now, yeah. A couple of weeks ago, I started taking it. Trump has been promoting that anti-malarial drug as a potential weapon against COVID-19, although scientists say that its effectiveness has not really been proven and that, in fact, there can be serious side effects to taking and even death. But to that, Trump says, quote, I've been taking it for about a week and a half, and I'm still here. Meanwhile, the prestigious medical journal, Lancet, is urging American voters in an editorial not to reelect Donald Trump in the fall. The well-respected medical magazines published a scathing editorial pleading with the nation's voters to choose a president who will, quote, understand that the public health should not be guided by partisan politics. And The Lancet also slams Trump for his, quote, inconsistent and incoherent response to the coronavirus pandemic, adding that the Trump administration's obsessed with magic bullets vaccines, new medicines, or the hope that the virus will simply disappear. More is coming out about the white men who chased and murdered an innocent young black jogger in Brunswick, Georgia in February. Defendant George Michael, he was the father, you know, was the father and son. He was the father. Anyway, McMichael was a former local cop and he was an investigator who was apparently stripped of his ability to arrest anybody for failing to complete the required use of force firearms training. And McMichael's suspension for failure to maintain training was his second 
while working in the local prosecutor's office. Finally, they had to let him go. McMichael's son, Travis, admitted to shooting, by the way, Ahmad Arbery. Former Illinois Governor Rod Blagojevich has been disbarred. Blagojevich released from prison just three months ago. He was uh, serving time for conviction for corruption. He was released from jail February 18th after serving just under eight years of a 14-year prison term because President Trump commuted his sentence. Sadly, Bob Watson, only the second black manager in Major League history, has died. Bob Watson, an all-star as a player with the Houston Astros, spent a couple of seasons with the Yankees after playing days were over. He became Astros manager. Then a couple of years after that, Yankee manager Bob Watson as Yankee manager helped put together the winning World Series team of 1996, which was the Bronx Bombers' first title since 78. Yankees win. The Bob Watson Yankees was 74. Win. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Steve, as the country starts to reopen, we know that by now most Americans are restless and a little bored and they are ready to get out of the house. But at the same time, they have been dealing with anxiety, unemployment numbers and isolation, uh, all while keeping their eyes toward the second wave of COVID-19, because they say that's coming. Uh, that could happen in late summer or early fall. So as we approach Memorial Day, that's this weekend, um, what advice you know, do you want to tell our listeners about getting out and about? I mean, you know, look, I got it. You know, listen, I'm not, I'm not naive. It's mm-hmm. a bit more challenging for some people than it is for others. I got that, you know, some places are smaller, uh, a lot more restrictions, might not have outdoor access, a yard, and sometimes you're in a studio apartment, efficiency, condo, and you just can't. And you're in a building, an apartment building. You're scared to walk in the hallway, scared to get on the elevator. You know, you don't know. Listen, so I got the clamor and the yearning to get back to normal. But life as we know it will not be back to normal for quite some time. Until there is a cure and a vaccine, there is no way for this to get back to normal. In this country, we have the highest amount of cases of anyone in the world, and we have the highest amount of deaths of anyone in the world. America leads the way in that. Now listen, until they get a vaccine or a cure, you have to do the social distancing, you have to wash your hands, but you cannot overexpose yourself to people because you have no way of knowing. We have not completed enough tests in this country to have anything under control. No one has claimed this is under control. It's flattened, but it flattened because we went inside and practiced social distancing and quarantined ourselves. We are now releasing the people back out into public, which is going to increase the exposure because we still don't know who all got it and who don't have it. So we've got to be smart here, man. You just have to. Yeah. I mean, I I hope people are listening to that because, you know, you do see a lot of people without masks, without that are not social distancing outside. I mean, you still see that even with your message. The supermarket is full of that. Yeah. What you see on TV. Yeah. I mean, they're still doing it. No masks, no social distancing. So I don't know. You have to wear a mask, man, if you're out in public. Now, if you're going for a walk down the street, I got it. Mm-hmm. 
But you yeah. ain't bre- your ass ain't breathing on me. <laughs> All right. Hey, All Mr. Right. Harvey. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour in trending sports news, Michael Jordan's Last Dance document, uh, documentary. We'll talk about um, what stood out. We're going to talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, so Michael Jordan's Last Dance uh, documentary. Um, guys, what stood out to you? most while watching The Last Dance. It's a 10-part documentary. Uh, There's so much talking about it. Uh, Some people, you know, now, Michael, uh, they're more endeared to him. Some people say he was a bully, all of that. What do you guys think? People that said he was a bully is just punks. Just little (laughs) punk-ass people. You know what I'm saying? He's a a perfectionist. The dude required winning cost. And if you wanted to win... And he knew what it cost, you had to pay. What I came to really respect about him mm-hmm. was Michael Jordan honored his calling. His calling was to be the greatest basketball player of all time. Mm-hmm. That was his calling. He wasn't uh, an activist. Politician. And I used to I used to say, man, I wish Jordan would speak. But you know what, man? That wasn't what he was here for. Mm-hmm. He globalized basketball. Right. Mm-hmm. He put basketball on the map globally mm-hmm. with the dream team. He single-handedly raised the salaries of players to where they are today. He is the greatest aerial exhibitionist to, to, to lace up sneakers. And it created this whole era of players now. And he won six titles in, a, in an era when basketball was for men. And I'm not brutal. saying they're not men now. But it was, it was a rough, rough game. <laughs> yeah. And this dude right here excelled. That, that was my yeah. greatest takeaway for him. That Michael did not owe us to become uh, a, uh, a person. A for, as a, he didn't owe that to us. He sacrificed his life. Mm-hmm. to give to the game of basketball, which changed the NBA. And I had to go, wow, that that's an incredible thing to be on a person. Yes. And, and we don't know, you know, you're talking about, I think when you said um, they were mad at him, because I, I watched it too, they were mad at him because he didn't support um, Carolina um, Senate... Um, Candidate uh, Harvey Gant. was up against uh, Jesse Harvey Gant. Yeah, I think his name was Harvey Gant. Anyway, but he didn't come out and speak publicly for him and endorse him. But he did tr- contribute money to his campaign, and we Absolutely. don't know. We don't know what Michael Jordan did with his money behind the scenes, who he contributed to, or what causes or anything. Because like, well, you said, I'll his tell you, basketball. he gave a lot of money. His foundation mm-hmm. has helped a lot of people. Yeah, mm-hmm. he really does. He just don't tout it. He got rid of his foundation at one point and said, why am I paying people to give my money away? And so mm-hmm. him and Juanita just started giving the money away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I came away with a whole new level of respect. Yeah. What, fellas, what y'all take away from I'm it? not mad at Michael Jordan. I think Michael Jordan's a perfectionist. I think he did what it took to be perfect in the game. He was perfect at it. <laughs> and he took a lot. He put, he put all the energy in it took to be perfect. And, and that's just how he displayed himself. I, I I don't think I put that much energy in a stand-up comic to be perfect. I haven't done that. He is perfect. Not a perfect Complete. man, Hands but down. a perfect 
game, perfect basketball player. At the game, yeah. perfect. I, no, I don't think there's well, any man that's perfect. Not yeah, I, I don't think there's anybody perfect at anything. I think he was right. the best that there ever was. Mm-hmm. I mean, he worked he harder losses, yeah. on the perfection of it aspect, like Tommy's saying, than anybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And his will to win, he, he will to win. Yeah. that was it. Whew. His and, mental toughness, and, man. You have to yeah, give him that. His yeah. mental toughness. And he toughness. expected everybody talking to through the be process. Like that. He mm-hmm. said, why would That's I think it. about a shot I never took? Why would I miss it? Mm-hmm. He thought he could make every shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he darn near did. And he wants that ball when that clock going down. Yeah, he wants it. <laughs> I've seen people run from that ball. Oh, don't yeah. throw it to me. LeBron was like that for a minute. LeBron used to not want the ball oh, with the last ten seconds. Mm. I've, I, I've seen what it. What is that now. moaning for? <laughs> you ain't supposed to say mail. that. <laughs> I know I ain't supposed to, but I said it. Two years in, I saw it. I remember that it. But LeBron grew into the champ. He grew into he it. Man. You know, magic grew into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jordan grew into it because Detroit was just whooping his behind. All right, coming up next, nephew in the building with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, I don't have a good feeling about this. I don't have a good feeling about this. Mm. Right now, though, nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? What you got? You not graduate. Huh? You not graduate. What? I, 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 you not graduate. This ain't the time for that. This yeah, ain't the time. Too this much. is the time. <laughs> like Carla said. <laughs> this ain't the time. Stop playing. Play you not graduate. Oh. Let's let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Trevon, please. Uh, this him? Who is this? Uh, this is, uh, my name is Joseph. I work over in Student Affairs. How you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Listen, uh, you're supposed to be, um, this is your fifth year here at the university. You're graduating in, um, in the next seven, eight days. Am I right? Yes, sir. I'll be out of this joint. <laughs> okay. Listen, I'm giving you a call. We got a bit of a problem here uh, that we want to try and discuss with you, and maybe we can get you over at Student Affairs and come in and have a meeting with us, but we wanted to bring it to your attention. Now, you took a – one of your last subjects was English, uh, and you had an English exam with a – you guys were writing an essay. Am I I correct about that? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay. It seems that we got some problems here that the uh, professor there is actually insinuating that you may have cheated on this on this essay that you've actually written. What? Cheated? No. From what he's telling us here at Student Affairs is that you may have uh, plagiarized some things uh, that uh, that were in your essay. Dude, no, nah, I didn't. I didn't plagiarize nothing that was in the essay. Everything is documented like it should be. So I don't know what you're talking about especially uh, cheating on no exam or no paper, nothing like that. You must got me mixed up with somebody else. No, 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 not at all. You're actually Mr. Trevon, correct? I mean, that's me, but I didn't cheat on no exam or no paper okay. for that matter. Okay, well, let me let me try to bring you up to speed here, Trevon. What we're going to need is we're going to need you to actually come in and talk to us over here at Student Affairs so we can try to get this thing rectified. But I will let you know, it's going to take a, a, a few more days longer than graduation so as of right now you're actually not going to be 
walking uh, and graduating with the rest of the students. What, man, uh, dude, man, you, nah, you got me messed up. What, what you mean I'm not going to be walking? Well, uh, until we get this situation rectified here, you're not going to be graduating with the rest of the students. Now, man, nah, 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 I don't know what y'all got to do, but y'all need to figure it out and find out what the problem is. Man, I didn't cheat on no exam. The hell are you talking about, dude? My family is coming down here, and you talking about I cheated on an English exam. The hell, I look like cheating on an exam, for, and I'm getting ready to graduate. Man, now, y'all need to fix it, like, right now, like today while we're on the phone. We can't do that. It's a little, it's a sensitive subject. And like I said, it seems like it's plagiarism. I mean, you know, if we can get you to actually come over to Student Affairs next Wednesday. Man, you, man, you got me up. What you mean next Wednesday, dude? I'm graduating in a few days. What you talking about next Wednesday, man? Like, why my professor didn't give me a call? Why are you calling me? Sir, this is not something that professors actually take care of. This is a student affairs situation. Now, and it's a very sensitive situation. Now, what we want to do is try to get this thing taken care of. And if you, if what you're saying is actually true, then you'll probably graduate okay, okay, in August so when man, we man, have the man, next... Man, you, you got me... I'm telling you right now, this is some... You got me... August? Man, I'm graduating this semester. I didn't been here too long to go through some... My last few weeks of school, and you talking about August? Sorry, sir, I, 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 I ain't even trying to hear, dude. Right I'm not trying to hear what you got to say, man. I'm not even trying to hear what you got to say, man. My family is coming down here from everywhere to see me graduate, man. I'm the first girl to graduate from my family. You talking about some? Talking about I cheated on the paper? A paper, dude? A paper? Man, you got me up, man. I'm gonna work two and three jobs to see me through this school, and now I'm coming, getting ready to graduate, and you talking about I gotta wait until August to graduate, man? Hell no. Nah. I'm on my way to the office right now, and you can tell whoever the professor is that I'm on my way, and he needs to be there, too. Sir, all I can really tell you is that man. we can try and get this thing rectified man, as man. early as next Wednesday. Like, what, man, what's your name again? And where's where is your office? I'm, I'm at Student Affairs. I'm Joseph. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So I'm about to get in my car right now, and I'm about to come over there, and we're going to handle this today. And, I, and how you singling me out? Cheating on the exam or paper, man? What the is that? Sir, sir, all they're saying is the professor man, saying that there's a possibility dude, of plagiarism here. Man, are you kidding me, dude? I've been here five years. I'm the first male to graduate from college, man. My grandma is 82 years old, and she coming here to see me graduate. And you're telling me some about cheating on the paper, and I got to wait till August to graduate? Man, that man, you tell that professor to come to your office right now because I'm already in my car on my way to come to your office and we're going to handle this today. That man, you got me I don't have any more room on my schedule to actually pull anybody in today. you going to call me with a like this? Talking about you ain't got room on your schedule? Man, hell no. Mr. Whatever your name is, I'm on my way to your office right now and all I got to tell you, all I got to tell you and I'm telling you up front, it's going to be a problem if I ain't graduating in a few days. You got to deal with me. You got to deal with my family, my mama. We don't play this. Man, you got us stuck. Sir, sir, I, I, I under, uh, is there a possibility that maybe you plagiarized and didn't know that you did that? Dude, man, what the you mean? The paper was over some that I already knew. Sir, can I, can I, can I tell you one more thing and then, and then I'll ask you? You can't tell me a thing. You already called me with the something I can't graduate with my class after I done been this for five years. This place and study my and you telling me I can't graduate until August? You ain't got to tell me. I, I, I do have one more thing I need to tell you, and then I'll let you be on your way, okay? Man, go ahead. Are you, are you, are, can I tell you what I want to tell you? Dude, go ahead. I'm telling you. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got prank phone called by your best friend, Brian. <laughs> 
What? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Man. Dude, somebody gonna <laughs> playing jokes like that, dude. Man, do you know how hard I worked in school to get out this five years? Five years. Man, I'm telling Man, you. Man, you are the first black male in your family to graduate from college. You're doing it big, boy. Man, I know, man. It's been a journey, bro. I can tell you it's been a journey, oh. man. I got one more thing to ask you, baby. What is? What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, it's that Steve Harvey morning show. <laughs> <laughs> you can't play with nobody about their diploma now. You can't do that. You can't. No, especially not now, Tommy. Not right. I understand. I understand. <laughs> but there's a purpose for it. And the purpose for the call was to prank, was to create friction. That's well, what we. That's that. why we do this. That was your purpose, yeah. <laughs> that's my purpose. You lived in your purpose at that. My moment. purpose is what, whatever it is that you desire so much. I'm, I'm coming, coming to call. I'm calling you to crush it and take it from you. <sighs> I love it. I love it. Mm, mm, mm. Sad. Who, who do you want to prank that you haven't? Who's on your list besides your uncle? You pranked him. I ain't gonna never do that no more. That ain't gonna happen no more. Oh my God. Oh, that, that cussing out you got. That was the worst. <laughs> was it worth it? <laughs> the blood the bloodshed that almost happened that yes, yesterday. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but who's on your list though? Then then take the warning. You play too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like right. I'd like to prank like a Don Lemon. Oh. Oh, that'd be good. I'd like to prank a Don Lemon. That would be good. This ain't time uh, right now, though. He busy. Uh, uh, yeah, he <laughs> busy right now. He busy. Stephen A. Smith, great oh, prank. Oh, that would be, that would be good. good. That's one. a great prank. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Any suggestions for him, Steve? Yeah. No, I like, you know, to prank ignorant people. <laughs> oh, just regular <laughs> you people. you know now. the reaction going to be nice. <laughs> like, like, like an ignorant prank that would be great that I would never do uh-huh. is Mike Tyson. Like, I oh. would never Man, do go that. Go ahead and prank him. No, no, no. He been in the gym. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Have you, ever, yeah. Have, you, have you pranked Earthquake? No. That'd be a good oh, one. Mike uh, Epps be another good one. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm Epps talking about great. where I know you going to get cussed out. You could out. do a whole CD <laughs> on just pranking comedians, Tom. That would be good. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's perfect. Hey, dog. Yeah. You ought to All prank right. Lil Duval. <laughs> All right, we got to go. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter. Uh, Subject, I don't have a good feeling about this. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, I don't have a good feeling about this. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm ready to call off my engagement, but I need your advice first. My fiance and I are both divorced and our first marriages were terrible. I've been working on my issue so I can be a better wife this time. My fiance, on the other hand, does not think he has anything to work on, but he admitted to cheating on his first wife, so he's got some baggage. Now, after five years of being with him, I think he's cheating on me. All of a sudden, 
His behavior changed. He started coming home from work later than usual with no logical excuse. Then one morning in late March, as he left the house, he said he would be in a mandatory training at work all day and he wouldn't have access to his phone. I figured he was lying, but um, hmm, I don't want to be paranoid and crazy like I was with my ex-husband. My fiance came home from his work training an hour late and my craziness kicked in. He started making small talk about his hectic day, and I told him to let me see his phone. He gave me his phone, and I checked his text messages and call logs. There was nothing there. He had deleted every last one of his texts and cleared his call log. I told him he was looking really guilty of something, and uh, he made up a lie about his calls and texts being deleted when his phone did a software update. He kept on nervously talking and lying about his day, and I called him on the BS. Since that day, I've been sleeping in our guest room. I refused to enter into another bad marriage, and I told him we need to sell the house and split up. He swears he hasn't cheated, and all of a sudden, he's willing to work on some of his flaws. Should I move on and leave this, leave this liar or wait to see if he's willing to change? God. <laughs> was that all right i mean this is a crazy crazy situation here um i think you left out a lot of stuff but um i i always say and and think that one thing is clear and that is when a man changes his behavior you didn't say specifically what he's been doing but you know when he changes his behavior like uh get new underwear or starts wearing new cologne things like that you can best believe that something is going on uh, and he's done it before, so, and you're a woman, uh, so, you know, you have a feeling about these things. A lot of times, if you suspect it, uh, a lot of times it's happening, all right? Especially in this kind of situation. I think the problem is you say you called him on his BS, but nothing really happened. You're just sleeping in the, uh, guest room. You're still there. You guys are still together. You're, you're asking us for advice. Um, you did tell him to sell the house and that you guys should split up, but still nothing happened. Uh, you guys are still there. You're still living in the same house. He wants to work it out. Um, you've been together five years. Uh, you know, I mean, he's changed his behavior. You haven't really found any proof. Not that you really, really need proof, but I mean, he just handed you his phone when you asked for it. So, I mean, guys don't usually do that unless they've done what you say he did, clear everything out. They usually keep that phone pretty close to them uh, uh, on all occasions. Only time they don't is when they're not doing something. So I think, yeah, probably something is going on. Again, you've known him for five years. If you want to sell the house and split up, then that's what you need to do, but you're still there. I mean, so he's going to think that he can still cheat and stay there. So you need to make up your mind what you want to do. Okay, Steve? Lord, Lord, Lord. Are you okay? God, just <laughs> listening to this. What the hell do a man have to do? <laughs> Good Lord, Lord, Lord. Mm, okay. Let's just look at this letter briefly from the standpoint of if. Let's go. My fiance, uh, I've been working on some things. We both had divorces, first marriage. I've been working on my issues so I could be a better wife this time. So obviously she did something where she wasn't a good wife. The then she says, here. my fiance on the other side does not think he got anything to work on. 
right. You know, maybe he don't. But he admitted really? to cheating on his first wife, so he got some baggage. Okay, what baggage? Like, I'm, so men don't have baggage about that. If we cheated on you, that ain't baggage to us. That's just something that happened. So we, don't, we ain't bringing that with us. That just popped off. Okay. I'm just reading the letter as suppose he telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Now, after five years of being with him, I think he's cheating on me. All of a sudden, his behavior changed. He started coming home from work later than usual with no logical excuses. What is a logical excuse? Because I want to know what that is versus an illogical excuse. Because I need to know the difference. So uh, he just, he ain't, what? Well, if he had to work late, I mean, surely he would have proof that he was at the office working What late. you? What kind of proof you going to have? I was there. Yeah, well, I mean. He I can, just told you I was there. He can bring in other people to corroborate that. You know that, right? What? Ain't nobody finna bring nobody to house. Hey, Matt, tell her when we at work. Uh-oh, not a dude. Mm. We not finna do yeah. that. He was with me. Then one morning in late March, as he left for the house, he said he'd be in a mandatory training at work all day, and he couldn't have access to his phone. That mm-hmm. sounds fair. That sounds like a bald-faced lie. Yeah, <laughs> mandatory training. You ain't gonna have access to your phone all day. Sound like what? I figured he was lying, but I ain't want to be paranoid and crazy like I was with my ex. He came home from work training an hour late, and my craziness kicked in. I'll be right back. So far, he ain't done nothing. (laughs) All right, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter uh, subject, I don't have a good feeling about this. (laughs) We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject, I don't have a good feeling about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They both divorced. They fiance now. She been working on the issues cause, so she could be a better wife this time. Obviously, she wasn't the first time. Fiance don't think he got nothing to work on. He good. But he admitted to cheating on his first yeah. wife, so he got some baggage. What baggage? I just want to ask, what is the baggage? Did you just hear her? She just said cheating. To her, that's baggage. But see, what is the baggage? Uh, I'm just he's asking. A cheater. <laughs> That's not, that ain't baggage to a man. Okay, well, it is to a woman. She's Okay, I'm about just telling you, he's got some baggage. He just said, on the other hand, he don't think he got anything to work on. <laughs> now, five years of being with, I think he's cheating on me. All of a sudden, his behavior changed. Shirley said, like, if he's buying new underwear, that ain't in the damn letter. Uh, being changed, he started coming home from work later than usual with no logical excuse. What is an illogical excuse? Mm. See, he ain't got a logical excuse. Mm -hmm. You would have accepted an illogical excuse? Hello? That's not what she's saying. I'm just asking you, though. He doesn't have any reason for being out late, other than he's probably with someone else or she suspects him of cheating. And what what did he say to her? Yeah, what did he say to her? Why did he say he was late? That ain't in the letter. It, well, I said she left a lot of stuff out, and she did. He was right. working there late. You go. Now, he, then he, one morning he as he late. left the house, he said he'd be in a mandatory training at work all day, and he wouldn't have access to his phone. Okay. Okay, I've been what? in that before. <laughs> mandatory, sure. I was in Shut mandatory up, training <laughs> at on the Ivanhoe Chemical Plant. We didn't even have cell phones. Yeah, back then. Hello. Nobody did. So was I cheating then? No. 
Well, we don't know that now, do we? No, I didn't have no phone. <laughs> Hello. Lord. I figured he was lying, but I didn't want to be paranoid and crazy like I was with my ex-husband. Okay, so that's her issue. Paranoid and crazy. To her. My fiance came home from work training an hour late, and my craziness kicked in. Yes. This why she don't need to be married. <laughs> All this damn craziness just kicking in. <laughs> Soon as he do something. She is not crazy. He started making small talk about his hectic day. I told him to let me see his phone. Here go the good part. He gave me his phone. I checked his text messages and call logs. There was nothing there. But except her paranoia and craziness that had kicked in. There was nothing there. He deleted them. He deleted every last one of his texts and cleared his call log. Yes. Yeah, so what Man, we talking about? Come on. Yeah. What we talking yeah, yeah. about? Whatever. It's nothing. Whatever. There. Don't try it. Don't try it. I told him better. he was looking really guilty of something. Mm-hmm. He made up a lie about his calls in Texas being deleted when his phone did a software update. Mine do that. Mine do that. Mine do that too. I do my soft, software updates. My phone ain't ever the same. I don't even like doing updates. He kept on nervously talking and lying about his date. And I called him on the BS. My paranoia and craziness called him on the BS. Since that day, I've been sleeping in our guest room. Mm -hmm. I refused to enter into another bad marriage. And I told him we need to sell the house and split up. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Now, you want to sell the house, Mm -hmm. split up? But she's still there. What What do nervously talking sound like, Steve? <laughs> Baby, you know, yeah, I was all up in that meeting. I was there training. Who I was training. I was, was training. That, just training, training, training. Yeah, whew, I was so tired of training all day. They was asking me them questions. I had them answers. That's for the right. training. Uh-huh. And, you know, because I was ready all day. It was mandatory, you know, mandatory <laughs> training. And that's what I did. You know, I was just in there, boy. Like, so, she doesn't know when you're Ooh, lying. Man, I was in there, boy. Well, girl, you're a girl. You ain't never been to, like, mandatory training. <laughs> y'all just go to training. It's been voluntary. Yeah, we had to be up in there, man. I was yeah, yeah. all right. up in there. Woo. Right. Oh, man. I was, what did you Ooh, learn? What you learn? <laughs> oh, man, just all types of training stuff. You know, like, uh, you know, how to get trained. Yeah. You know, then we was working on the, uh, the other uh, part of training. training. And then, you know, learning how to how to, how to to be trained. And yeah. then, you know, then, I, then they had me come up front, and then I trained. Oh, you know, somebody oh, else. Oh, okay. Man, you know, You're I, the man. I think You're I did pretty good, you know. Uh-huh. So they were kind of talking to me about it different position you know baby this could be something for us you know and so anyway he swears he hasn't cheated and all of a sudden he's willing to work on some of his flaws should i move on and leave this liar or wait to see if he's willing to change well if you're so sure about it just leave him put the house up for sale like you said and split and then you don't have to worry about if he's a liar how about that? But something is keeping her there, right? Because she's just talking right now. Because she knows she, her paranoia and craziness. She, that paranoia crazy is something else, Shirley. See, Shirley, you just she, been crazy. She called herself that. He didn't. I know. Carla is crazy. Y'all yeah, ain't really do. Y'all all women are paranoia. Crazy. Monica paranoia. Now, if y'all put y'all together, 
you have with this lady in the letter. All right, look, post your, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook, and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, are you itching, speaking of crazy, are you itching to do something crazy when all this is over? We're going to talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so guys, we've been quarantined for quite a while now. Uh, are you itching, just itching, though, to just get out and do something crazy, Junior? What? I, yeah, I want to start with here. you. Man, I've been here so long. Yeah, I'm willing to get caught. I, I want to do something real crazy. Like what? Like, I want to do stuff that black folks come up missing, you know? Like, I want to do crazy stuff like that. <laughs> like quail mean? watching with crackling, you know, just going quail uh, watch. Quail yeah. watching? Quail watching? I'm going to be outside. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, Quail watching with crackling. Crackling, that's what I Yeah, yeah get some crackling. Go out there. That's what they do on the hunting show I've been watching. They oh, eat crackling. Yeah, they eat crackling. Quail watching. Oh, I thought, oh, okay. okay Junior, Steve was concerned. Junior, you mean quail hunting? Same thing. I'm in here. <laughs> you either oh, watching sure, or yeah. hunting. Which one are they doing? Now, who the they hell going to watch quail? I don't know. I don't know. There ain't no pretty ass bird them. to watch. You yeah, eat like quail. Quake. Like, I know. I don't know what they're doing with quail. That's what they're doing. Huh? They I don't eat know. them <laughs> and eat their eggs. Mm-hmm. The little bitty teeny weeny mm-hmm. eggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but this Junior's uh, well, list. It is. Well, it is. <laughs> he said what stuff that black do? people normally don't do. That's the yeah. check right there. Yeah, yeah. what else, Junior? <laughs> what else? Looking for Bigfoot? Going. <laughs> He's on that commercial, and his name is Daryl, not Bigfoot. I'm going. We found that out. That was looking funny. for Bigfoot. That was Own funny. it. Yeah, yeah I'm going to be asking. My name is Daryl. My name is Daryl. What'd you I call me? I can't believe they out there looking for this thing, man. <laughs> All right, come on. Uh, this is a tough one. Do I want Steve to go last, or do I want... Come on, Tommy. What you going to do, Tommy? <laughs> come on, Steve. I want to go running oh, at Tommy. midnight naked. That's what I want. See, Just to I should have... Uh-uh. Just I to feel free. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. And you I know mean, what, too, Tommy? Your nudity huh? has gone up since people have been oh, quarantined. Yeah. They've been walking yeah. around the house naked. <laughs> oh, his favorite show is Naked and Afraid. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I watch that, boy. They be having some dirt on their ass, don't they? <laughs> boy, they be looking filthy. I, I be going, you know, you don't get down to a creek and wash your ass off or something. <laughs> Man. So come on, Steve. What do you want to do? That's what I want to do. I'm going to go. That's like that's what I'm going to do as soon as quarantine over. What? I'm going to go and uh, sign up for the show uh, Naked and Afraid <laughs> XL. XL? Extra long. Yeah. Well, you know, that's what I'm going to be when I get on the show. So. <laughs> oh. You're going to need some calamine lotion is what you going to Man, make. I wish I would be sitting up somewhere ass naked for 21 days. Walking around with another naked person. You gotta be out your rabbit. You know what's what's crazy to me? You don't win nothing. Mm-mm. Ain't oh, no yeah, cash no. prize. You just make it. Dog, you just sitting up in that nigga bugs eating your ass up. Yeah. Oh, that makes me itch. Freezing, hungry, eating anything crawling. <laughs> All right. Uh <laughs> I'm gonna fry these grasshoppers tonight. Yeah, you're gonna die. All right, uh, coming up at the top of the hour, more trending news. We'll talk about your foundation, Steve. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, so Steve, I mean, you're doing such great things with your virtual mentoring program uh, by helping the young men realize their potential. I mean, some people would just say you're doing God's work right now. You're helping young men as they prepare for a strong and productive future. Yesterday, during your virtual Monday mentoring session, Kirk Franklin was your surprise guest uh, for one of your mentees, a nine-year-old boy. Uh, He's a bass player named Aaron. Uh, Take a listen to Kirk's reaction to little Aaron. Aaron playing the bass to Kirk's song, Love Theory. What's up, boy? He's bad. God made him special, and he hasn't even seen all the great things that life is going to give him because he's here for a purpose. You know, this this boy was nine years old. Yeah. From Slovakia, Slovenia, whatever it is. He's nine. He doesn't speak English. His brother translates for him. His brothers are older. He's like 22. He's a music producer. His brother's nine. The nine-year-old boy watched me a clip on the My Apollo show with the kids back in the day. A little black boy came on and did Bow Wow. He fell in love with the clip, and that's all he watched. He picked up the bass and started playing bass. His favorite music is black gospel music. The boy speaks no English. He was playing Kirk Franklin's Love Theory. I mean, hitting it. Mm-hmm. His favorite artist is Kirk wow. Franklin, wow. Fred Hammond, uh-huh. and somebody else. Mm-hmm. But he could play everything. So he played for me, mm-hmm. Cool in the Gang's Too Hot. I mean, how he know that? Yeah, at nine. <laughs> yeah. All he English. know is black music. And the little kid was fascinated. He's a huge fan of Kirk Franklin's. And when Kirk Franklin came on, his mouth just fell open. Aww. And his brother translates for him. Mm-hmm. It was just a really interesting thing, man. So. It's just, you know, just we just trying to, just mentoring man and just giving boys from all walks of life a different view. Mm-hmm. You know, when when young people what see other see. young people succeeding, it, it can inspire them mm-hmm. when they find out they're getting bullied. Man, I got this one kid I'm trying to help right now. As soon as I get it together, I think it's going to be one of our top stories that we're going to do. I mean, this, this boy, I think I sent you all the video. Oh, yeah. I didn't yeah. want to look at it. Yeah. I didn't look at it. Yeah, it was, oh, yeah, no, it's, it's, to, it's a horrible video. It's a horrible video. Oh, yeah, man. A lot yeah. of boys. That's but good, uh, you though, you're there for Mondays, them. yeah, or doing, I mean, you're doing great. It's picking up steam even more and more. Did you think that it was going to be as successful so quickly as it no, uh, I, I just, to be? No, I didn't, man. I just really something. thought, you know, we changed some boys' lives, mostly on the foundation page. I didn't know was going to get loose on Facebook. I didn't think it was going to have the millions of hits that it's had. Uh-huh. I just millions didn't I just uh-huh. I just didn't foresee it. Mm-hmm. And uh, a couple of the, uh, the story the other week of the 14-year-old boy that we paid for at school, that got picked up by CBS News, really? you know. Yeah, it was on CBS. There's an article so, also on it in, in Black Enterprise, Steve, about your mentoring. I just read yeah. it last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's really it's really catching on. You know, I didn't intend for it to do that. I mean, I'm grateful that it is because I yeah. just need the more eyeballs I can get on it, the more attention we can draw to just how effective mentoring can be from any anybody. If you're a man and you grab a young boy and you tell him how to become a man, you have his undivided attention. You don't have to be rich, none of that, man. This mm-hmm. this dudes that just wanna, they wanna know. Yeah. And if you could just give them some guidance or, or be their friend, take them to a game or something, 
go to the park with him, help him work on his jumper, get the rebound for him. You know, anything, man. It's just a great thing, you know. And in the quarantine, you're finding that you don't have to physically be there, you know. Yeah. That's another Which is like, another, yeah. yeah. That's another plus. Yes. Really, that's a, really a surprising plus, too. A, right. Yes. Exactly. A pleasant surprise. All right. So you can go to Harvey.Foundation on Instagram to check out the virtual mentoring sessions. They are d- there for you. All right. And thank you, Steve. I know that was fun seeing Kirk. All right. Um, wow. <laughs> this show is going by fast, huh? <laughs> um, coming up, more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, apparently the third time was not a charm for R. Kelly. Three times now, okay? A Brooklyn federal judge denied his third request for freedom in the midst of... Why the same? <laughs> what is this about? What, what part of I mean, no... What is it about? He wants to when get you, out. When you hear no, though, what, what, why do we keep asking this <laughs> same... You are you asking it a different way? It's the same thing. <laughs> it's no. no. It's, it's hell no. He's Stop. trying to touch his dream, too. He didn't uh, touch his dream. That's his problem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this time, Kelly asked to get out because he's pre-diabetic and on, uh, could be at risk if he contracts the virus, okay? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, <laughs> it was Judge Ann Donnelly. She, she ruled that Kelly is still a flight risk and poses a danger to the community. Yes. And as far as his diagnosis, she said while the... Uh, CDC has identified diabetes as a risk factor for COVID-19. The same is not true for pre-diabetic. She did her homework too, Tommy and Carla. A condition that affects nearly one in three American adults. He tried to get out because of his age and his recent hernia surgery. He know them kids finna be out for the summer. He know, ain't nobody crazy. <laughs> ain't nobody Tommy, crazy. You're not getting what? out, R. Kelly. What? <laughs> you're not getting out. Or um, he can just go on and double up on that commissary, eat a le- couple extra pack of cookies every day. <laughs> Get out that pre-diabetic way. Just don't right, let it kick in. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Because I'll take some news. diabetes before I go to prison. Coming up in 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so in today's Tell Me Something Good segment, here is some wonderful, Tell fantastic, beautiful news all right we gotta say stop everything say congratulations to our very own carla farrell that's right carla is the winner she's one of the winners of the 45th annual gracie awards presented by the alliance for women in media foundation the gracie awards recognizes more than 100 of the most talented women in television radio and digital media congratulations carla thank you in the building yeah, yeah. <laughs> except, excuse me, tink, 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 acceptance mm. speech, acceptance speech. Well, thank you. Thank you to my crew. I couldn't do it without you guys. Uh, what, over Could have done it without me because I didn't even know you was up for it. So you ain't got to give me no credit. Go ahead. But you 16 can keep all years. this yourself. 16 years of doing this radio show. We've all been a family, and it's been love. So shout out to my crew, and also shout out to my husband, my daughter, my family. And I have to say thank you to the uh, All Women in Media, the Alliance, Mm -hmm. for just recognizing women in the industry and empowering them and celebrating their accomplishments. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you to everybody. Thank you to Jennifer, to Julie, our premier staff, everybody. Shout out to... 
Rachel. It's a lot of people, so, you know, get ready. <laughs> I can go on and yeah. on and on, but shout out to all my sisters in radio. Shirley, Monica, you all, we all support each other. Mm-hmm. So there mm-hmm. it is, there it is. Well, you deserve it, Carla. Uh, other um, Gracie winners, uh, Gracie Award winners this year, Niecy Nash, uh, Tamron Hall, uh, I mean, so many people. Amy Poehler, so many people. Mm-hmm. Congratulations again, Carla. Much deserved. Thank you, Shirley, We're girl. so proud of you. Yes. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> we thank love you, when fam. we get awards, right? Carla yeah. Pharrell up in this, up in this piece. <laughs> <laughs> Watch yourself. <laughs> you yeah. almost got carried away there, yeah, sir. Almost. Yeah, almost. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, yeah. Carla. Yeah. <laughs> We're happy for you, Carla, always. You know, when you're in quarantine, it ain't like you got to go to work or nothing, so I've just been at the house just cussing. <laughs> oh, have you by yourself? Oh, no, to the pe- TV? People around here. No, there's oh. people around here. People but you're at work here. right now. What you saying? You don't go to work. You're at work right now. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Leave you, the you, house. I just came in here. It's just, yeah. <laughs> oh, you, oh, that's yeah. what you mean. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He you know what I mean? Steve, you finna go to work? Yeah, I finna go in here. <laughs> <laughs> we all yeah, guess how I go on in here. You know, I tried to put on a button-down shirt today instead of a sweatshirt or T-shirt like I've been wearing every day. I tried to put on a button-down shirt. I ain't put on a button-down shirt on so long, I forgot it had buttons on it. Now, where are you exactly? Are you in your office? Yeah, I'm in my office. Oh, okay. Yeah, that my chair favorite chair. My... Is he got a fly chair. What that cost, Steve? <laughs> Red with ostrich, all them bumps on it. What all that cost? <laughs> Why do you have to ask him that? Coming up next, our last break of the day. This last break of the day. (laughs) You sound like you're in pain right now. (laughs) And we'll have some closing remarks at uh, 49 minutes after from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, guys. Last break of the day. It's been a pretty good day. Carla winning her Gracie Award. Congratulations Gracie. again, yeah. girl. This is Carla for real, for real. Thank y'all. Thank you y'all deserve that, for Thank sure. You. Thank you, Sherry. For sure, hey, for sure. Uh, well, the one thing about an award of recognition, they don't recognize you if you're not doing anything. That's true. You know, you have right. to be doing something mm-hmm. to get recognized for it. They don't just randomly look people up and say, hey, come get this award. You go down mm-hmm. there for what? for your work with uh, breast cancer or your work mm-hmm. with the young girls. Or, I, when, when was I doing that? No, no, no. They know. Yeah. Uh, so congratulations, Carla. Thank Absolutely. you, Steve. Thank you Carla. very much. Much deserving. Yeah. I love you guys. Thank you for mm-hmm. that. Appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Steve, yeah. now your turn. You've gotten hey, a you lot of what? awards in your life for sure. And um, <laughs> I've been very fortunate. And uh, I've also been very fortunate during this coronavirus period, I was uh, taking an inventory of, of every blessing that God had given to me since the quarantine, lockdown, work stoppage all began. And it, it really got me a bit emotional because I went, wow, man, God is so good to me. And I was uh, watching something my wife had gave to me the other day. Uh, this morning, I was watching a, a Joel Osteen's last sermon. And uh, I don't remember the name of the sermon, uh, but it was about power thinking and how to think power thoughts. I was listening to him, man, and it made so much sense. 
it reaffirmed a lot of things that I was thinking, but you know, Joel Osteen has a really, really special way of phrasing things that kind of makes having a walk a a really, really simple thing. He was talking specifically about this coronavirus period and how you can come out of this thing better than when you went into it. And it doesn't matter what your current circumstances are. If you just make an attitude adjustment, if you just start working on the powerful thinking, power thoughts, if you erase what you think negatively, now look, nobody cannot think negatively at times. We're human. I mean, come on, okay, look. Sometimes you're sitting there and you just, sometimes thoughts crawl, creep into your mind that's not positive. It happens to every living soul. So I'm not saying get rid of all negative thinking, but I am saying that you can control it though. You have the right to decide what you focus on and what you don't focus on. And I'll tell you one thing, the thing that you focus on is the thing you're gonna have to deal with the most. And if you would just start, when negative thoughts come into your mind, if you would just work on replacing them with positive thoughts, listen to me y'all, again, I'm not saying you're not going to have negative thoughts because everybody has them, but you can control whether they stick around and take root. See, negative thoughts, if you let them set in, if you let them take root, they grow and they turn into negative situations and negative problems. And no, and negative situations and negative problems always have a negative outcome and a negative result. So what you have to do is when you have these negative thoughts, if you have to start replacing them with power, power thoughts. One of the things that Joel Osteen said was, he said, stop listening to what people say about you and start listening to what God says about you. See, God says that you are great. God says that you are worthy. God says that you were created in his own image. God says that you were created to be prosperous and bountiful. That's what God said about you. God did not say you were going to have a life of misery and fail and never recover and fall and can't get up. No, God promised to be a very present help in a time of trouble. And I'm telling you, during this crisis, if you change the way you think, you can change your outcome. I'll give you an example. There are some people here in this crisis who are going to lose their job. Some jobs are not coming back. Now, if you're sitting there going, oh, man, I lost my job. My job ain't never coming back. I don't know what I'm going to do. Suppose you replace that thought with, well, Lord, you done closed this door. You You must want me to go up another door. You must want me to walk through another door. Go up the hall. Sometimes losing your job is to get you in a position to get you to a better job and a better position, maybe to spur you to go on and open up a business or do something that you've always dreamed of doing. Because, you know, remember long a while back I said, you know, everybody I know that's successful has jumped. But let me say this to you, though. Sometimes the jump comes in the form of a push. And sometimes this this pandemic has pushed a lot of us and it's pushed us into where God may want us to be. 
but you've got to look at the bright side. You've got to look at the upside. Stop thinking, oh, woe is me. This is it. It ain't nothing, man. There's no problem that you have that's bigger than God. Not, the coronavirus is not bigger or more powerful than God. The pandemic is not bigger or more powerful than God. It's just not. And you got to stop giving up the power that God has given us to creating us through his image and give it back to the pandemic. What the pandemic going to do to you that you ain't survived already? Are you kidding me? What? Man, come on. Change your negative thoughts and replace them with power thoughts. Stop listening to what they say about you and start listening to what God says about you. Those are my close friends. Ooh, let the church say amen. 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 For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 